welcome back to Where Are You Really From? Yeah, Elga Vish is here and uh, I am in Chicago in the women, no, Chicago's Women, women Funny, Funny Festival. Festival. It's really complicated. Nobody can say that. Like Nobody. Even yesterday in the show, like you people like mentioning that. Uh, so I have a special guest who is not from America at all, which is amazing. And she has accent. So uh, have fun with us. So Liana, <laughs> Liana La Casa. Hi, everyone. Do you want to start and tell us all where are you really from? Yeah, I'm from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Oh, my God. Uh, the southwest so of the south. Um, I was born and raised there. And... This is actually my first time living abroad. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So I arrived in Chicago, in Chicago four months ago, and I'm staying for another two months because tourist visa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's annoying. Yeah. Do you want to stay here? I wish I could, but I don't... Re- but it's hard. Yeah, yeah. I don't qualify for a working or a student visa, and I can, like... Oh, wait, but through comedy, you can get a, an artist visa? Like, it's very specific, I know, from... For an artist visa, you... The, the real name of the artist visa is uh, Extraordinary Ability Visa. So, from what I've heard, it's basically possible to get it. It's so check possible, it out. but you need to be either very awarded or yeah, famous. You don't have to be that. Like, you, you can... Like, don't fake uh, papers, but, but if you have, like, few... Like, I was talking with an... Uh, He's a comedian in Boston mm-hmm. and he's working uh, as a lawyer or something or in a law office that they're working with art, like visa artists. Okay. Which is crazy because he told me like, yeah, of course that you could get it. You just need some articles. If you get a good lawyer, you can get it. But the thing with it that I don't think that you can, like you can't work in whatever you want. You have to work only from that. And, yeah, in and the that, field. That's the, that's the catch. Like, yeah. You can't just like do whatever you want with it. No. Yeah. So... Are you married? No. All right, Americans. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I actually have a lot of female friends who have offered. <laughs> they have proposed, and in fact, I have one in mind. Oh, um, okay. My so friend never Stephanie, mind. <laughs> if you're listening, um, because I have double, double nationality, I'm Argentine and Spanish, okay. and she is so American Spanish, and Spanish. Canadian. Oh my so god! So that would be a crazy. marriage to. But yeah. we would have to live together for the next 20 years. That, that would be... 20 years? Because you have or... to live five years in each country for you to get... Yes. No. <laughs> no, in America, it's three years from the wedding. Three years? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Stephanie, But you never you... know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And then I know that in, in Europe, it's five years. And yeah. Argentina, it's also five years? I think it's five years. Okay. <laughs> wow, this is incredible to for citizenship. This is crazy. Four visas, that would be amazing. Yeah. But I, I don't think they approve like more than three or something. I think there's like, oh. like I've never checked it like all the way because I, I've seen someone that she has like three passports. But from what I heard, that's you can only have two. But if you have enough money, you can do whatever you want. I guess. Yeah. Like she's very rich. The girl that I saw that she has three passports. So I'm like, maybe that's how she got it. But maybe. maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. So how's the comedy scene in Argentina? Oh my God, I want to go to Argentina. You should, definitely. A lot, of, a lot of Israelis are visiting Argentina. And I know that yeah. Israel is a very strong audience for Argentine artists. Yes. Like all the TV. Rebelde Way. Rebelde Way, yes. Oh my God. It's amazing. The first time I meet someone from Israel who can like confirm that. Because we've heard that, but it's impossible to check. Oh my, I went to few shows of Rebel the Way 
I've seen Chiquititas, the movie, in the cinema. Oh my and God. Yeah, yeah, it's a big, big, big crowd. They used to come like a few times a year to Israel. Yes. They were like huge in Israel. Yes. When, and it, it was my generation, so I grew up with it. Like I had uh, cassettes. I remember that one time my friend, they did a competition. I'm not sure if it was like the, an Argentinian competition or Israeli one, but they asked to do a, re- a remake for one of the songs with the videos. And my best friend and I would try to do that, and it was terrible. Like, I still have those memories. Like, oh my God, what have we done? <laughs> of uh, Bonita, Bonita, Bonita de Mas. Amazing! <laughs> and it, it's so funny because I work in a restaurant in Boston, and I work with uh, some people from Colombia and people from Mexico. And every time they, I, like, I meet Spanish speakers, I'm like, you know, I'm rebel the way? And they're like, what? No. No. So it's like only Argentina and Israel. And Uruguay. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's super weird. Yeah. Wait, Uruguay, Argentina and Israel? Yes. Okay. Uruguay and Argentina kind of share the same TV culture. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, like I know that they did uh, Rebel the Way in Colombia as and a in, remake, and it looks really weird. It yes. It looks funny. Like, I saw only the pictures, and it's like, oh, my God, they're all sluts. It's, <laughs> yes. The clothing it, and stuff. It's a bad remake. Like, you cannot not compare. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, you can't, no matter what. Like, it was so good. Yeah. Like, they're my heroes from childhood. And in Israel, so many girls, like, mostly girls, were fluent, like, Spanish-speaking. Really? When they were kids, yeah. Because when you're a kid and you watch hours of hours and, of, like, telenovelas, you're getting it. And at some point, you start to talk. Amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, it's like all the songs, all the, like you hear, you hear, you hear, and at some point just get into your head. And yeah, I was part of a generation <laughs> of like Spanish speakers in Israel. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and I love the culture. I love it. Like, yeah. And also Argentinian people, they're, I don't know, you have some, first of all, the meat and the food. It's like, yeah. You can't compete. I'm a vegan, so vegan? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm, I don't think they're gonna take me back. <laughs> yes, you should stay here. I'm a vegan. I hate soccer. I, I really don't represent my wow. country at all. Wow. Are they disappointed? Yes. <laughs> yes. <That's... laughs> oh my god! That's that's. But shocking. now that the Amazon is on fire, they're like, well, maybe she had a point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you know, you're here in Chicago now, and not there so yeah maybe you're not disappointing anyone let's take babies <laughs> yeah they don't care about soccer they no. don't know the rules so in fact like the the women got like the women yeah. in the uh, in united states are good in soccer yes but that's it like only them it's like it's sports for girls and they do that very well so good job america good job yeah and this year is the first time the argentine soccer female soccer team uh, competed oh, really? in the World Cup, so that yeah, I feel like that was promise. very emotional and wow. and cheered as well in Argentina. We didn't go far, but from what I've heard, it was a did very you, strong team. Yes, like I did, I, it's been 12 years since we took part in a competition. Wow, it's weird that it's not like more than that, and especially because we have a, such a strong soccer yeah, that's culture. What I'm yes, like, I think it's mostly like a boys thing. Yeah, there. That's why. There, as soon as like, you know, when you have um, sports in school. Yes. Well, after second or third grade, they split you into girls and boys. Okay. And uh, girls play volleyball or yeah. handball. Yeah, it's the and same. And boys Israel. play soccer yeah. for the rest of their 
10 years of tuition. The rest of your life, they have no choice. Yes. It's the same in Israel, though. Yes. Yeah, the girls usually would cry and sit on the side. Yes. We don't play anything. But we do. Uh, but read, the boys are so. We also do rhythmics, uh, okay, yes. gymnastics, yes. and. Yeah, it's like sports for girls. Yes. And then here it's different. Here it's like the opposite. When it Soccer just came here, I was like, what? Soccer for women? Are you kidding me? This is different for me. Yes. Uh, and also men call themselves athletes and play baseball. So I'm like, this is not a sport. Weird. Yeah, so they can't, the men can't do what the women do. So yeah. Yeah. So it's a women's weekend. Yes. Yeah. It's unfair everywhere yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We were doing something good recently, like lately, all the women in the mm-hmm. world were strong Definitely. and we are Wonder Women, which is great. Yeah. So, so how is the comedy scene in Argentina? Well, the comedy scene in Argentina kind of was born, I would say, 15 years ago. It's okay, actually so one of those Phoenix stories because we had a strong crisis in 2001. And From what? <clears throat> third world countries you know every now and then the oh, market yeah. shuts down okay. and like there like we had a poor government and who opened the borders and uh, you could import everything so okay. local national industries could not compete so on so on so on eventually we default and we were in a huge crisis Ooh. and Argentina has a strong tradition in theater and performing arts in general. But what happened was that it was very, um, uh, what's the opposite of cheap? Expensive. Uh, expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, both of us do like accents. That like, happens. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's very expensive to have a company of 14 performers. So stand-up was a great way to fill those rooms with okay. very little budget. Yeah. Because you could either have a, a a $5 fee or yeah. even tip or yeah, whatever or free. or free or whatever like America exactly no we, we I'm not saying that's not okay but we typically pay performers as soon as they start performing yeah so as soon as what they start performing in Argentina yes Yes. What? I moved to Argentina. You know, America is fucked up with that. Like, yeah. You can listen to all the podcasts that they did with like people from out of the states, and they're like, "What?" Yeah. They're I in mean, shock. I'm, I'm the so biggest pay in Argentina will not buy you a full meal, but yes, they. Pay, but, but you get there. You at but, least can. But it's representative of what the bar. Yeah. Got in yeah. money. And if you do like I don't know three shows per night, you can at least get a meal. Yeah, there's yeah. no... Well, that's the thing. So the scene started uh, in 2001. That, okay. That's wow, when it bloomed. Really, this is really... Recent. Like, yeah. Yes. Um, there was actually a comic in Argentina who flew to New York because he was obsessed with stand-up comedy. He took a class with Judy Carter and came back and taught all of really? the new... Like, this is incredible. They, so they're, they are like the founding fathers of oh my god <laughs> of stand up comedy. Like it's, it's funny that like most of uh, like I think like most scenes in the world did the same thing. Hmm? Like I know that in Israel, uh, Vilozhny is a guy that like started the scene in Israel. I think in the in the nineties, and he flew to New York and he took the ideas and then he went back to amazing. Yeah. Uh, so there, like the New York f- is the inspiration of a lot of comedy scenes in the world. Which is crazy. Yes. Uh, yes, and it's crazy that he even knew there was a class, a comedy class in New York, like yeah, in, in 2001, where n- people didn't know computers. Yeah. You would have a computer at work, maybe, 
But yeah. how would you like www.comedyclassinnewyork.com? Yeah, like what? Yeah, it's, it is random. Yahoo.com. That's where <laughs> you Google yeah, Yahoo, stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, I still have an account in Yahoo somewhere. You really? Yeah. So I don't, know. I don't remember <laughs> the password. And what happened was those four or five guys started performing and they started teaching. So then there was 16 okay. and 32 and I cannot do the yeah. math. Um, <laughs> and there was, I started in 2012 where there was a really big boom in the okay. scene because um, eventually what happened was that... Uh, People who would finish a comedy class would want to perform. And because it wasn't a regular thing, they would just come up to a bar and say, hi, I have 20 amateur people. Do you mind if we do one night a week and for free and just yeah. fill the room with friends and family? Yeah. And that's how it started. And that was great. And now, 2019, we are in another crisis. Really? For the same reasons. Oh, my God. Yes. Argentina, come on. Yes. We have a very... Also, I saw... I saw uh, what, what was her name? Maritza from the... Uh... Mm. What's her name? Camila... Camila? Bordonada. Yes. Camila Bordonada. I just saw her Instagram account. And it said, it is a crisis. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Did you see her like recently? Seriously, she's like, like a hippie. Like no, like I'm not surprised. No, like from all just so you the, know, she looks. She's just like the character, still stuck. Yes, and, yeah. She oh. like didn't grow up. I think they cast like she was already the character, and they just wrote a script for her. I, I don't think so. She, no? she grew up to that. She was like a kid. She she was. Yeah, you're not like a character of like a hippie character already. Like I, I feel know. like that they supported her craziness and and then TV and stuff in here. Maybe. Like only Luciano Pileto is a, is a big, successful, yes. amazing. She's, She's so made beautiful. It. Oh my God. Yes. Michael Bublé. Yes. Oh, she made it. She recently made, she, she, she was recently in a waxing or something advertising, which was like, oh, it's so hard. And, uh, and they take, they had to take it down. Really? Yes. Oh my God! Yes, one of those, like a, a lot of backlash on how they portray women, and they Ooh. had to take that down. Not blaming Luciana; she, 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 she was just making oh, yeah, money. Was, yeah. But the company had to take the ad down wow. because people didn't buy now. it. Yeah, I'm very curious. Yes. She, she did. A, she did a, a commercial for I think it was like a shampoo or something in Israel. Yeah, and, she has yeah. the greatest hair. I would yeah. totally. She's amazing. She like I saw her Instagram and she's she looks amazing. I've been to the hairdresser with wow. a picture of her and say like I want this hair. Really? Yes. Oh yeah, she, she's <laughs> and it doesn't work on other women. It's no. just like hair. She's just perfect. It's her yeah. hair. Yeah, I feel like if Americans listening to us are like, what the hell are they talking about? What is this? It's a, a, basically it's an Argentinian soap operas. Yeah, but teenage soap opera. Yes. So. Yes. Originally, what happens is that it's a lot cheaper to hire children to perform than hire adults <laughs> to perform. So a soap opera has like 35 characters. I've never thought about it. Yes. <laughs> so sad. this this woman, Chris Morena, which okay. is... Yeah, and her daughter died a few years ago, which yes. is very sad. Israel were was very sad that day. Yes. For anorexia. Anorexia? Anorexia? Yeah. yeah. And... Belen. Yes. So this woman came up with this idea of hiring 30 children and five adults. So what's the best plot you can have and with that cast? An orphanage. 
An orphanage. So there was a TV show about an orphanage. And there were songs like, oh, my parents didn't love me. And another child that is only like two years older would comfort her saying like, oh, but you're still, you're still very worth it. And someone will love you someday. Yeah, and then they, they kiss and the children are like so excited to yes. see all of that. We were nine and we would watch this and would, would cry like, oh, my it parents so love good. me so much. It was so good. So good. Yeah. And then eventually these, these, these kids grew up. So the, yeah. the, the, and there was still like hits. Like there yes. was still like so, stars. So what they did uh, is They're they... They're going to college now. No, it was a pupil high school. To the high school? It was a high school. They were like oh, yeah, yeah. It was 15 school, yeah. or 17. Yeah, for me, like college is like high school because we don't uh, have like a college in Israel. So when you're like 17, 18, you're like in high school. And they would go to a pupil, a uh, very private, uh, fancy one. Posh yeah. high school called, ¿cómo se llamaba? Uh, highway. Way was in the, in the name. Highway. No. Uh, airway. Airway. No, Airway it was the, the band. The band. But Elite remember. Way School. Yes. yes Elite that's... Way School. Oh Actually, my, my yeah, first but... email was Elu for Eliana, Elu Way. Oh my God. At hotmail.com. Please don't message me. I don't have the password anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was so good. But they had also like all the songs and everything. So it was so good like to listen and. They did shows. Did they, were they that big, like in Argentina too? Or crazy, crazy big for wow. years and years. It's amazing. It's crazy. Like they're they're so cool. Like, <laughs> I was so jealous of them when I was a kid. I was like, oh, wow. <gasps> yeah. But we also watched like I remember what was the name of the I don't like I remember the name in Hebrew um, with Natalia Oriero <gasps> um, when she's like Monica uh, Brava. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we watched that too. Like it's, yes. it wasn't like only like Ugly Betty. Like we mm -hmm. had Viva Channel, and it's only so like only like telenovelas. It was 21, I think, the channel, and all the mothers used to watch it for hours and hours. Hours. Yeah. Yes. So everybody in Israel used to speak Spanish for a long time. <laughs> I don't think it happens anymore. Now we're like, there's a trend now in Israel. There's like a, a like a soap opera from Turkey. That everybody watches now. My mom's watching that. The the bride from Istanbul. I think it's that's name. It uh, yeah, it, does it have like 300 episodes? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. I, it's like very big now. So. <laughs> oh my god! And my everybody in Israel was like, I really want to try watch it just like to see, out of curiosity mm -hmm. because I'm like, it's Turkish. Like, what what's going yeah. on with you? But then I'm scared that it's gonna happen like with a soap opera that you start and you never stop. And I'm. My did, mom, you, did you know something funny about uh, <laughs> Chicago that I learned? The first daytime soap opera started here. Really? Yes. Where? So when? In how? Chicago. I, I don't know. I just wrote a song with like fun facts about Chicago, and this is one of the facts. <laughs> so I feel good that we're talking wow. about like soap operas and, and telenovelas. In, well, congratulations, yeah. people of Chicago. You've yeah, made you some great business. Another thing that they've done, they also slid at the Atom. Really? First, yes, so they also in charge of, I don't know, Chernobyl and like really bad things in the yes. world. Good job, Chicago. <laughs> yes. Stick to soap operas, please. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. No. So, is there a, a, an English comedy scene in Argentina? No. Uh, <laughs> How's there? 
do, like are Argentinian people even like speak English or not that well? Uh, most of the people who go to private schools speak a bit of English. Okay, but it's not. But it's not like very common. Like people would understand some words, but not enough to follow up a comedy show. Like if you okay. ha- if you have if you're bilingual, it's because you either have a career that requires you to be, or because you really put a lot of effort into it. And so who are you? From out of those characters, I went okay. to a really bilingual school. Oh. Thank you, mommy. <laughs> um, and then I kept on studying for a couple more years, and I paid for that. Okay. So, yes, yeah. it's uh, worth it. It's worth it. And what we do have is, uh, well, I'm in charge of the only comedy show in English in Buenos Aires. Which oh is my called God, can I come? BA Comedy Lab. <laughs> of course, you can come. I really want to go And if you have Argentina. some jokes on R-Way, people I'm will gonna love write, it. I'm going to write like an entire show about it. Yes, yeah, definitely. About Mar- Maritza. And then, oh <laughs> they're so beautiful. They were so beautiful. Like I was obsessed with every yes. one of them. I had, I had a book of like how to do your hair. I think it was like Coco, Coco, Coco something. I don't remember. But I, I bet that I, I still have the book somewhere in my mom's <laughs> house. But it was like how to get your hair done. Like, like about the way style. So they're like the, the braids of Maritza. And it was amazing. Amazing. I, like, I want to get all of them. Yes. There was a, mag- a weekly magazine. Oh, really? Yes. It was, no. I mean, I, I really had good childhood. Like, yes. I'm glad I did. Like now people are... Like the kids now, they don't have that. I don't know what yes. kids watch today. Yeah. I have no idea. Shark, do, 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 baby shark. No, that, like know. it's it's worth things. I'm like. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. So yeah, if you ever come to Argentina, I, I really want to. Yeah, definitely. Um, we have that comedy show, and like whenever people like talk to me from other parts of the country I would like book them in my show uh, and I would also contact them with there is one guy in Santiago de Chile who doesn't have like a weekly show but he eventually when there's people from around the globe he books a venue and puts on a show in English where he Ooh, and other good. people perform so yeah, there's also like probably tons of tourists especially in Buenos Aires yes right yes yeah So it's something like in Israel, I know that the, the English comedy scene, it started a few years ago and like the English one and the, the guy that runs it, like one of them, like there are two guys that are running it and one of them is like kind of famous. So in the beginning, they had a lot of like Israelis that went to the shows mm-hmm. and now they started to charge money. So <laughs> Israelis are like, no, we're not paying to see him. <laughs> so, so I don't know they say the Jewish are cheap maybe it's true maybe but uh, yeah so a, lo- a lot of tourists so they're trying to like aim the crowd I guess like to more tourists mm-hmm. and there's ton- tons of tourists in like big cities like in Tel Aviv and everything so so I feel like there is our crowd is I would say it's half and half okay it's half Argentines who really want to see a show in English This and nice. want to like, practice yeah. and they are like double cheerful that they would be Oh, yeah, they in, in a Spanish show. And we also have like another half that is English speakers uh, that I would say half of them are tourists and half of them live in Argentina. Okay. And um, I was going to say something and I forgot. Um, oh, we started like we charge. Of course, we charge because I want to I want to yeah. pay my comedians. And I like yeah, I'm going to be really open about this because I think it's 
uh, oh, yeah, completely it useful. Like, especially um, in America, people, Americans. Get please listen. Open from your the money listen. that I get from the tickets, which our tickets right now are like ridiculously cheap. I paid 30% to the room and all that's left, the other 70%, I split in five. Uh, I take a, a fifth for producing and I split and the uh, and each comedian gets a fourth, like a, f- a fifth yeah. of the share. Everybody um, takes at least some amount of money. Of course, I pay a little bit more to the headliner and the host and the two people who go first and second would get a little bit less. Uh, and sometimes I have someone doing five minutes that they are trying out for the first time. And the first time I explain to them, I'm not paying you because you're trying out new material. Yeah. And there is no Maybe. venue, open mic, where you can practice this in you English. Don't have, you don't have like open mic? We don't have open mics. So they have like to try do, out. You do have in, in a, like in Spanish though? Yes. Okay. But there's no open mic to try out the stuff they're going to do in the show. Right. So when they want to try it out, I, I have them do five minutes for they, free. Can, in the show they can do like they can try to speak english in like in a in an open mic where no yeah i don't think no one would understand think about, like, and even if they would understand it looks ridiculous yes if they can speak like the language and like oh no okay it makes sense definitely and like i was talking to the producer i had a friend who is like taking my place while i'm here and we, because we had, we have this very big crisis where right now one dollar is sixty pesos. Okay. It's a crazy different. Like it's. How how much was it before the crisis? It it was forty five a week ago, <laughs> and it was sixteen. What? It was sixteen three years ago before this government took office. So if there's wow. any Argentines watching this podcast, please don't vote again for Mauricio Macri. Please don't. Oh my God. Yes. So now governments are going oh, crazy. Bad. It's crazy all around the world. Well, Macri is friends with Bolsonaro and Donald Trump, so you get an idea of yeah, what we're Benjamin talking Daniel, about. Like, of course, it's, it's incredible. So uh, we were discussing what we we're going to do because I I, I want to keep paying my comedians a fair share. Yeah. I cannot put the tickets much uh, more expensive for Argentines because they won't be, be able to afford it. So we decided to make two fees, one for Argentines and one for uh, foreigners. So okay. if you come with your Argentine ID, you pay 200 pesos, which is like $2. Okay. And if you come, if you don't have an ID, you pay $4. Okay. It's still it's ridiculously not, yeah. cheap, yeah. but it's... Um, something we decided to do in order to keep it affordable for Argentines oh, amazing. and also it's a way for foreigners to realize the privilege they're in yeah why not also <laughs> like tourist people are already on like they are their coming to spend easy. money yeah, their hand is, is much easier on like the wallet mm-hmm. and also people that go to Argentina I think that they're a little more wealthy than people that going to Puerto Rico yes it's like it's a destination that you need like an entire like Three. It's a K, like a. It's a five hundred dollar plane ticket, but at yes, the same time, with like fifty dollars, will get you a long way when you are there because a meal costs. Oh my god! I have three dollars. Go my husband is vegetarian, so I don't think he's gonna enjoy that. I will. I, I, just, I will show him. Yeah, the, the way cool. around yeah. vegan Argentine. <laughs> oh my god! I really want to go to Argentina. Like as I said, like many Israelis are going to visiting. Like they're visiting in Argentina. Do you know uh, Roberto Moldaski? He's an Argentine. He's Jewish, and I think it's the first Argentine comedian who did really, really a big tour in Israel. Really? Yes. 
No, but I do know that there are some, like, there are many, like, not that many, but there are some people. I know I know a lot of like, Jewish from Venezuela. Okay. For some reason, I keep meeting them. and But we don't have that, like, big community of, like, Argentinians or, like, South American people, which is weird. So he was in Israel, did a show? Yes. He's, he's very big in Argentina. He's feeling, like, a thousand-seat theater three times a week okay and he wow. went to israel and it's like the first at least the first really? one i know that w that is touring like big theaters in israel yeah i've never i've never heard about him i'm gonna check it out after very, very funny what's his name again roberto roberto <laughs> moldaski moldaski oh that's jewish it sounds very like jewish moldaski. yeah yes yeah, i'm gonna check it out though but yeah so so in israel um i started to say something and i forgot the comedy community no that it wasn't as big or um... oh no I started to say so many Israelis after their army because it's mandatory so you have to serve in the army so after two years for women or three years for men we, we work a little bit we get some money and then we go to the big trip we call it like the trip after the army so usually the destinations would be like I don't know like India or now it's very trendy to go to the east to like the Philippines and Vietnam, his sister just came back from like six months there, maybe less, like five months or something, but but you just go with like a mochila, we call it mochila because it started with like many Israelis that went to uh, South America. Ah. So my brother did the South America trip for like six months. Yes. And they go to Argentina and Peru and Chile, like everywhere. Yes. And they just go from a country to country and it's amazing. I was so jealous of my wife never done that <laughs> because I didn't finish the army. I guess that, that they can blame that. So how can you not finish the army? Like, how, you, how does that work? So I have a lot of things about, uh, about my army and my show that basically I got uh, my role. I was, I was just sitting in the office all day and it was very boring and I, they didn't want to change my role. So I started to have panic attacks. <gasps> Easy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm laughing with them like I'm a, millen I'm a millennial. And this is what we do when mm -hmm. people telling us no. We don't know how to accept no. So I just had like yes. panic attacks and it was stupid. But, but I understood myself because I, I literally, I can't stand for, like sitting and do nothing for like 11 hours a day, every day. It's no, it's insane. So my panic attacks sent me to a therapist in the army. And therapists send me to the psychiatrist, and they're not very professional. They just kept telling, like, give me like pills and stuff. And I was naive, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna take them. Like, he's a doctor; he knows what he says. And the pills made me depressed. Oh, okay. obviously, it's like it's like anti-depression, but it makes you yes. like I don't know, like really bad. So yeah, bossy. Yeah. So, Mike, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I took the pills and the pills, like, I don't know, I just said like more panic attacks and it was even worse. And then it was like, all right, just go home. It's okay. I was like, really? And he said like, yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. Yes. Yeah. I didn't choose like, I don't want to serve. I don't want to like, if I like something else to do, I would. So it started when there's, there's a role that opens once a year for one person and it calls magicians, it's comedian slash magician. Okay. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yes. In the army. You can be a comedian in the army. You can be a magician in the army. There's one person to do that. Let's <laughs> say like an entertainment unit. A part yes. Of it. Yeah. So you go to like, I don't know, like all the bases and like make soldiers happy, which I like that idea. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be the comedian. And I passed the audition and they didn't open the role. Like a month before I got drafted, they sent me a letter like, we're sorry, but no. Yes, I was 
really upset in the beginning, but I still like, all right, I'm going to do that. And it was after six months, I was like, no, I can't, I can't. No, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and because it's mandatory. So everybody is there and they, like, they don't know what to do with so many people. Has it always been mandatory? Yeah. I didn't know this. Really? Really? Yeah, it's, it's like a thing. And a thing. Like for me, it doesn't even look weird. Like we're surrounded by countries that want us dead. So like we need that. So I understand that we need it. My sister, my youngest sister, she's a combat now, still in the army. And the other one just like finished her service, like I think a year ago. Yeah, a year and a half ago. And wow. Yeah, so she traveled already. She did mm. the big trip after the army. So that's why, that's why I said, like, there's tons of Israelis in Buenos Aires. Like, I know that. The mochileros. Yes, <laughs> yes. My brother was a part of it. And my best friend, actually, from high school is half Argentinian. His dad is Argentinian. I remember that he used to go, like, for, like, I don't know, like a month or something on vacations. And I was so jealous of him. Wow. Like, it's, it's a cool destination to go to. It's like it's a cool destination. We literally have from glaciers to jungle to yeah. deserts, everything in between. It's yes. amazing. Like, all South America, it's something like yes. you want to go and discover. It's, it's big. You have to take airplanes to go from one place oh, yeah. to another. It's, it's not like an airplane. It's like a bus with wings. <laughs> yes. Like no, well, it depends back. on the airline. It depends on the airline. Uh, from what I've seen, maybe also like the, the all the... They got the cheapest. Yeah. yeah, that's probably yes. that too. There is one very cheap, low-cost company. <laughs> don't ever take it. It's called Fly Bondi again. Don't take Fly Bondi. Why? Because it's... They're crashing? Or? They, they are always delayed. They are always oh, okay. like... But not like dangerous. No, but dangerous. Like they're always, oh, when well, we're out of gas, <gasps> you, you're going to wait in the cabin for a few minutes while we recharge. Or, oh, my God. oh, there's been a this problem with the motor. We're going to take it and oh be back God. with you in 15 minutes. Like for now, nothing has happened. But, but like, yeah, like, yeah, it won't there's happen. been complaints from the workers there. Like this is not like these planes should not be flying. Oh my God. And people are still buying tickets. Yeah, Israel is after the army. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are like a lot that got killed in the trip. Like once in a while you would hear about, I don't know, like a bad accident in the Salar. Yeah, it happens. Wait, the Salar is in, it's not in Argentina, where is it? Uh, depends on which Salar, but uh, probably Bolivia, Ushuni. Yeah, Bolivia. I, think, I think it's the one in Bolivia. Yeah, so there was an while, accident in the yeah, salad. One, once in a while, like they're like driving with jeeps and you don't know where. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. but with jeeps, jeeps, yeah, yeah. yeah, with like cars accidents. Yes, cars accidents yeah. in the salad. Yeah, it's again, don't don't take cars in the salad in the rain season. It's like, stupid really idea. Like I want to go to see that. No, it's okay if you go in the dry season. The problem with the um, with the um, rain season is that you get lost. Oh, really? Is it that big? It's crazy. You, you, oh you don't God. see where it ends. I want to go. Like, we do all the cool pictures, like all the Israelis. I was jealous of them when I was like 21 and I was living already in my life in Tel Aviv and yes. everything. And they just went to their trip and all the, they used to write stuff with their hands and somebody in the back, like, sleeping. Like, a, I don't know, somebody's like, I have like pictures a, yeah. with my mom where she's like putting oh, her yeah, hand yeah. up yeah. and I'm standing there. Yes. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, but hire, hire someone that looks safe 
Like if if they have 20 people in the car, that's not that's safe. Not safe. Yeah. Like, Anywhere that you find yourself with 20 people the, in the car, this yes. is not safe. If there's no seatbelt, <laughs> like, would you... Uh, you would complain if a lift doesn't have a seatbelt, so why would you go on a crazy car that doesn't... I think I would complain if there is no seatbelt in a lift because I'm like, all right, maybe they're going to send me something. That's the only reason. But sometimes... Do you know that I don't think that it's a law to wear seatbelt in taxis? Like, no? No. Like, I, I, I don't think so. Oh, in Argentina, I know they need to have. They need to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't have, have to, to put it on. Okay, yeah. It's not yeah, mandatory, yeah. That's what but, I'm saying. Like, but the, the, the car driver yeah, has to have seatbelts for, sure. for every passenger. Yeah. Yes. So where, where else did you go and what brought you to Chicago? Um, well, in sta doing stand-up, I've been to Uruguay, Chile. Um, All the dialects are the and same. And Mexico. Or? No, like, no, no. I've like I've taken trips to Uruguay because it's really close and I have a lot of okay. friends there. And like because it's so close, like we have a lot of Uruguayans coming and going. And the same with Argentines, it's very close. Um, the scene there is blooming right now, so it, it's great. They are actually in a pretty stable economy, and we're jealous of them. We're <laughs> really jealous, and they're also like a very um, liberal country. They've Like, their constitution is separate, like, a state from church from okay. 1901. So they have... Why, in Argentina, it's together? Our constitution is Catholic. Really? Really. I didn't know that. Yes. I'm a little bit surprised. It's crazy. I'm... Like, I wouldn't guess that there is a lot of... No, and that's the... And that's one of the reasons that the Catholic church gets money from our taxes. And that is something that wow, I actively yeah. uh, refuse to do. Yeah. Yes. I get your money from your supporters, not from everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like in Israel, we pay, like the, the very religious people, they wouldn't do the army because they need to pray and save oh, the yeah. world while they're praying. Yeah. And so they don't That's work. They don't, they don't work. Like literally, they don't work. Very they useful do for the world. A lot of them don't go to the army. Uh, and the taxes pay their rent, and yeah, that's because they're annoying. saving our lives with their prayers. Yeah, they, yeah, they're saving us, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks, thanks. That God. makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a way, like, to be religion and to be like fucking lazy guy. Like, <laughs> get up and work. Yeah. Like, even in the Bible, they worked. Yeah. They God doesn't tell you 24 to hours. work. No, nope, no. Nope. Their God. It, I think that it's different. Like, I, I do believe in God. Like, as a Jewish person. And I'm not like practicing. I'm not like doing like a lot. And I do. I love the holidays and the traditions, things. And but I'm not gonna pray like all day. 15 hours a day. That, yeah, no. That, so that, yeah, I don't think that's just, like any gods. Yeah, you will. can believe. You can still be a believer and like respect the people that that mm -hmm. you live with in the same country. Like you don't need their money. Yeah. Don't take their money. No, no. And sure. our constitution says like you can profess any uh, religion that you like. But yeah, 10% of our money is going to go oh to... God, this, to is, this is It's so, so crazy. Yeah. And the biggest uh, argument that the Catholic Church has is that 80% of Argentines are baptized. And so that's why we all need to get um, unbaptized. That's what I did. And we have a, a... There's a lot of activism asking people to go and get... 
it's it's pretty much sending a letter and ask them to erase you from a list where it says you're baptized. And then what? For you, it's really literally nothing. It, do, like, it doesn't mean anything, but it's like if if everyone that is like, if you truly believe that you are born with the sin and you want to get it out, of course, go do it. I completely respect that. Now, if you don't believe in that, please go and sign off of that. And please yeah. don't baptize your children because statistically, if we can prove that maybe 20% of the population is Catholic, then we won't have to pay taxes. Oh, for yeah, it. that makes sense. So yeah. it's like trying to make the numbers match the reality. No, but reli religion is crazy when it's like too much and when it takes over like money and stuff like that. Exactly. Like that, that doesn't make sense. Like that's not what God wants for sure. For me, religion is a personal thing. Yeah. Like so respect and, and live your life. Exactly. If you love macrame, great. Sign up for your class of macrame. Just don't make me pay for your macrame class. Whatever I is healthy for you. This is very good. Whatever. Yeah, like. I like that. <laughs> oh my god, this is a very good one. Like I just like imagining in my head like all the. If very... there was a tax for people, if if macrame was very popular. And oh, we yeah, have, have to pay yeah. for other people's yeah. macrame class. It's crazy. And it's a macrame class. Like, are you kidding me? No, I just, like, I have a picture in my head of very religious, like, Jewish people. Like, you know, the ones that, like, wear, like, yes. blacks. Like, <laughs> knitting. <so> knitting. <laughs> oh, my God. And there would be, like, um, and the government would fund schools oh for macrame. Oh, my God. Crazy. And you have to learn macrame. Yeah, and it would uh, be, like, yeah. macrame Tuesday. Practice your macrame every we, Sunday, yes. please. <laughs> Totally. This is Insane. amazing. I love that. <laughs> Not about it that way, but it's so good. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so where else did you go? Ah, I, I had a question before that. So, so if you go, for example, to Mexico, mm -hmm. do you need to change your material, or is it like South America is like? In Mexico, I would have insane. to change my gender and the color of my skin. <laughs> basically, that's what it makes me acceptable oh or like God. barely relatable really? i've had i've They're had like the close. biggest cultural shock in mexico that i've had in any other country really yes what yes i'm in shock now i w i was too i i came on stage on a five people venue 500 people venue okay and men all whistled at me <gasps> <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. I was very upset, but I knew if I got mad, my set would bomb really bad. So how, would, how was your set? My set was uh, what I like when they always said. At first, I was a little. Uh, I froze, and oh, they yeah. said like, "Oh, uh, thank you." But just so you know, I'm not pretty in Argentina, so like, don't whistle at this. Like, oh, don't. you said that. Yes, like I'm not pretty in Argentina. Like, <laughs> don't don't get like like don't get confused by this. Like, this is not pretty. Uh, moving on, and I started my set, and it was it went well. <coughs> but I've never had some some experience like that. Well, where in Mexico was it? Was it like in a center place or in a suburb? It was in a it's um it's a club that. It's mostly Colombian. Okay. I love so Colombian people. every single table is a couple of Colombian people. 
So it's <laughs> 250 women and 250 men, literally. You can count them. So it's like basically you're blaming Colombian people, not like Mexicans. I don't, I don't really know. Like, and I, I don't know. I do love Colombian people. They're very sexual people. Yes. And I like that. They're doing that in a very warmy way. Like I, I've never been to Colombia. I really want to go. I have some good friends from Colombia, and. I'm very like intrigued like by the the their personality and yes. I think like it's, it's I think it's I think it's it's funny when you're one on one but it's never fun to have oh, yeah, 250 yeah, like 200. men whistle <laughs> at you on stage it's like how do we move on from this like how? so so that's something I know that for me as as a woman in comedy I can't dress up nice I can't go up on stage when I look good I did uh, a show in Boston once. It's like a la- like a, a risk show, like a laughter risk, in improv Boston. What is a, a a risk? So, so you're gonna do something that you've never done before on stage. Okay. So I dress like it was like I don't know. I put on a dress and high heels, and it was terrifying. I like it was one time they did it. I'm not gonna do that ever, ever, ever really? again. Really? Yeah, it was bad. Well, I think Argentines we have. I'm going to say something, and I hope a lot of people from the States are not listening. Um, <laughs> people from the States dress up really bad. They have poor in the taste in clothing. In the States? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, you can listen to other episodes, <laughs> and this subject was... It came before. up before? Yes. Okay, thank you. With Americans. Even. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. In Argentina... Yeah, I wrote them every, every episode about the world. Like, I, I don't know why. But I have to say, in Chicago, I'm very impressed. Really? Yes. I think, but there's also mostly tourists, so I'm guessing that yeah, none of them I, I, is actually from here. So I don't think anyone dresses up here. Don't go to Boston. No? Like, seriously, it's oh. the worst. It is oh my the God. worst. I'm sorry. It kills me. It kills me from the inside sometimes. Yes. Like I remember when I just moved to Boston, I used to send like I have a good friend in Paris, and I used to send her like like Pictures. fashion accidents that I'm walking my behind God. someone and I'm like my eyes my eyes are burning I can't it, it's like oh. in Argentina you would get a fine for going on the street you using flip flops and socks at the same time like you should you, you like, should they would shame you in the street oh my god <laughs> that's that's another reason that I really want to go to LA and people in Boston are like yeah but they're so judgmental in LA I'm like judge me please judge please me judge, judge me. the way that I dress I want people to judge me yes it will give me the motivation to dress up nicely and I need that people yes. need that yes so yeah and then in Boston when I judge people like People in Boston like, don't say that. Like, they can wear whatever they want. Even my husband. And I'm pissed at him every every <laughs> single time that he's done that. I was wearing, like, really short pants once. And we went to the beach. So it's like pants okay. that I would wear to the beach. Only yes. to the beach. I would never dress. Like, I can't. American girls, even if they're 12s, like, 12 years yes. old, they would wear that. And I'm like, I can't see that. And I am 29, and I'm going to the beach. So it's it's fine. And my husband asked me for the first time, I was like, are you wearing those pants like all the time? And I was like, oh no, just because I'm going to the beach. And, and I was like, oh, why? Like, you don't want to wear that? <laughs> it's a nice thing, like, when my husband's like, no, I don't want you to wear that. And he was like, no, you can wear whatever you want. Like, go naked if you want. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was so, I was really pissed. I was like, what are you talking about? No, you should tell me, like, I don't want you to wear that, those pants. Why? Because it's disgusting. But- it looks bad. Okay. Like, if I go to the beach, it's fine. But he asked me if I wear that, like, all the time. Yes. And it was, I assumed no. that he's going to tell like, me, like, my yeah. Bi- my biggest criticism doesn't have to do with, like, being too revealing. 
yeah, it's not, just no, but it's also like the, it, it was like a crazy sense of matching and but also like over revealing. It, it over revealing. Doesn't look good. Like when at 12 years old, like wearing like yes. that you can see her butt from the yes. side. It's disgusting. And then they do like hashtag me too. Yes. No, don't don't do that. Like it's of course that I, I like yes I blame men more than I blame women and like the way that they they. I think men do the clothes. They so what? they do the like, clothes. Like who owns the main yeah. industry? Yeah, men. So yeah, they are the ones doing. Still, they are the ones like, doing making women dress. My mother didn't let me wear those clothes when I was a kid, and I used to cry no, for hours. Either. And she told me like, no, you're not wearing that. You're 12. You're mm-hmm. not. I don't care if your friends wearing those clothes. You're not. And I was pissed. And then when I was like, I don't know, a few yeah. years later, I saw that from the side, and I was like. Thank you, mom. I, I really appreciate yeah. that. Well, for me, I've always stressed like I'm 30, even when I was 18. So uh, for, I've always been like on the conservative side of clothing. What I do appreciate here, even if I, I, I don't personally like to reveal in clothes, not in me, not in anyone else. What I do appreciate here is that no matter the size, they all dress so, no, I, I think uh, it does matter. Like, I, I had uh, one like of the episodes... Revealing. With... Like, plus-size women are dressing as revealing as oh, yeah, sizes I, I do zero like... and two. And that, I think, it's amazing. Yeah, so I do like that, that they can, like, feel free with it. Yes. But still, at least fit whatever you're dressing. Because sometimes you just feel like I... There's a, an episode with Tuki Kavana. It was a while ago, but uh, if you're listening now and you want to check it out, so you should... Uh, so, so her and I were talked. We talked about like it's not that you judge. Like for me, for example, like I don't judge the the size or no, like, no, no. Like no, like feel free. Like be healthy. That's the most important. And I do judge women. Like it is, it is like a problem in America. Yeah. Like all the obese people. Like just do sports and walk and and try to to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You can be still like not skinny, but, but be healthy. But I do judge the way that they dress sometimes. And I think they mentioned it on that episode. That, I, that, that was like the worst thing that they've seen. I went, I was walking in the street and a girl in front of me, she was obese, but she was wearing like a, a neon orange uh, uh, leggings. Yes. And it was disgusting. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that because she was obese. Uh, no. If I would wear these pants, it was disgusting. Yes. Like the pants itself was disgusting. Yes, if you, said, so, if you saw them on a hanger, they would be disgusting as yeah, well. Yeah, yes. but she, I, I don't know, like maybe she wanted to, to prove a point or something. That, no, don't I don't prove know. a point. Like, no, I think Chicago people or American people have a worse taste, like a very oh yeah, bad taste for clothing. That's for And sure. I do think it's great that they do embarrassing clothing in all size. That's something that I yeah, truly a, support. Yeah. If, if you do something, do that all the way. <laughs> yes. Like, don't... We all want to dress up ugly. Yeah. <laughs> don't take the right away from plus people to look ridiculous on the street. Yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah. You can do all of you. You can do the same. No, but also, like, I don't know, their fashion is so... Like, they, they don't have fashion. It's sad. No. That's something only for LA and New York. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I also... But I do realize, like, uh, how much of a struggle sizes are in Argentina. Like, Argentina doesn't have plus size sizes in most brands. So okay. if you're plus size, you need to go to a special store, yeah. which probably doesn't have a lot to choose yes. from. So if, so if you're, you're plus size in uh, Argentina, come to America. Yes. To no, I mean, I'm a size 10. 
and there's a lot of brands that don't do size really? 10 or they do size 10 but size 10 actually doesn't fit me yeah it is annoying that like like for me i was very skinny all of my life like genetics and also i'm working out and trying uh and i don't know about those problems but but i'm i would feel bad if i i know that like yeah like there's still there's you know american apparel yes so now they change it a little bit and their models are, are like diverse more, they look like people i still there's some stuff that i'm like oh come on no that's that's disgusting but like i don't know like i like that brand because it's for people like me i don't have boobs and and i like I, yeah it, it works for you really comfortable with, with yes. her clothes but then i'm like you don't need to to force to put it on a model that she has like huge boobs it, it doesn't look good like it comes from the, it, no yeah it, it looks ridiculous yes not because she's she i don't know just like it doesn't look her body's great weird. just that dot top doesn't yeah, work for some, her there's some stuff like i'm not gonna go and buy bras because i i don't <laughs> i i'm not gonna go and like change or like oh why you you don't sell me bras like in victoria's secret there's only one type of bra that fits me I'm not gonna like send them emails and like protest like oh my god I, I want to buy, buy like my bras in Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. no I don't care like I, do, I also don't need it and it saves me money <laughs> back to me being Jew I think that's a good deal <laughs> but yeah so, so American Apparel I remember that one time I went with my best friend and now they changed it a little bit but a few years ago it was bad and even for me like I used to look at some clothes in their store and I was like wow who's wearing that like, like it's it was nine years old yeah it was yes. like something like anorexia nine years old yeah. like not just the nine years old it was like really which, which i mean weird. it's also great that they have like particularly small clothes but you should but, have a petite section yes it, but it should never be labeled under oh this is our regular size yeah, clothes so that, that's it's what like they did. no no this is petite this is for yeah. women who have particularly small bodies and that's yeah. great no, it felt like they're encouraging people. Yes. So my friend was pissed. She was like, I'm not buying here anything. And I was like, all right, go. I'm buying everything, you know, the colors. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the first, like, I don't know, for me, it's like my favorite store because mm-hmm. it's like basic and everything is the same. And I'm like, I like that. So I'm going to have this and all the colors. Yeah. I do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, do you know Brandy Melville? No. That's now, like, this shirt is from there looks like this it's an american brand i think but it's only one size really <laughs> and i love it because so so this is something like i can understand people it's uh, like a big hit for teenagers and i can understand like parents for example that would be pissed at like stuff like that that like they're encouraging but it's not that they're in, like this is not like something for like very skinny girls they have like everything from everything so i like their, their variety and now they changed it and they have medium they have small and medium in the pants. But also the pants were like one size. What? Yeah. Like one size that fit me. And I'm pretty skinny, so. <gasps> I know that a lot of Crazy. girls were like, what? I can't buy there. And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but also I'm not going to like plus size stores and be like, why I can't buy here anything? Like, okay, that's my store, that's your no, store. No, no, it's just a matter of advertising for what it is. So if it's like, okay, we're gonna do only size zero two and four then you should name your store zero two four like yeah yeah and it's fine i don't i don't see mm-hmm. that like as a problem yeah. like seriously i don't i don't find it like that like levi's for example i really liked what they did because levi's it's it's something that, like should go to everybody and it's something like they're trying to work with everybody and now they have like a plus size mm-hmm. models and, and I like that. I like to see that. Yeah. It looks it's also like they pick it very well and 
they do yes. a very good job. So their website looks amazing and yeah, good job, Levi's. <laughs> Another Jewish. <laughs> Levi's. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Did you travel beside the the country that you said, like outside, like or only America, only Chicago? I did one open mic in New York when I was traveling as a tourist there. Okay. I did watch a lot of shows there. I hated the scene. Hated Me too. it. I don't like New York. I like beautiful city, crazy city, exciting I don't city. Like New York in general. No? no. Not even for like a week. I can go there for like a couple of days, but then I'm like, uh, it's, I don't know. I have it's, to go. Yeah. I can be there like for a couple of days, like seriously, but more than that, I'm just like, it's too, too much. It's too much. It's yeah. too much. And I, I don't know. I had to pay like $15 to perform a rope mic. 50? 15. 15. It's still. What? Yes. That like you I have to pay. Once I paid $5. Just oh, to or five. Yeah. Five. It makes sense. Maybe five. Yeah. I, I did it know. once just to see what it is because I heard about it and I was like, I have to try that. And it was bad. Yeah, no, like, I There was one it. girl at that show that she was a homeless. No. And I was like, she's paying $5 to perform five minutes in front of five comedians. And she doesn't have a home. Like, no, wow, it's that's crazy. fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. Yes. So, so I... So you did New York? Did you travel in the States too? No. No. No, no, so no. just no. Chicago? Just Chicago. Oh my God! Go and from everything, uh, it's it's very expensive, and it I'm is. only here for six months, so I don't yeah. really have like the flexibility to yeah. go other places. Um, but from every place that I visited so far, Chicago has been like the most welcoming scene ever. Oh yeah, it's the yeah, friendliest I, I of the them sa- all. I feel the same. It's it's big. It's big in the sense that. Well, I heard that this from an uh, Argentine comedian. He told me that Chicago has the, better, the biggest rate of uh, slots per comedian in every city really? in the world. Yes. What do you mean by that? Like, like, let's say in Argentina, there is two mics a night and there's 500 comedians. Well, here <laughs> there's 500 comedians, but there's like 10 open mics a night. So oh, sorry, there's I bet, I bet a bigger not... shot at getting a slot than I get, in I any other. I guess New York beats Chicago on that. No, New York, New York has, yes. a, has a lot more comedians and a lot less slots to... Oh yeah, but there is much more comedians. Yes. And what about Boston? Boston have like a lot, like, not like Chicago probably. I don't like the scene in Boston. No? No. And why are you there? there? So my mom lived in Western Mass and then I went to visit her. And I stayed and met my husband, and then my mom went back to Israel. She's trying to avoid me, I guess, <laughs> and I'm after her. <laughs> but then yeah, now I'm stuck in Boston, and my husband is working there as well. Yeah, and he's like originally from there, and New England people, it's impossible, almost impossible to take them out of there. Okay. They're very proud, and they're like, Yeah, I love my job, I love this city, I'm like not going anywhere. Okay. So I'm working on it. Okay. Can't wait to get out of there. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, also the comedy scene in Boston, like I, I talked with comedians in Boston that also feel the same thing. It's like, it's not that it's cold, it's like very fake and arrogant and it's Boston. Like if I would feel that vibes from New York or from LA, I would be like, all right, but at least I have a chance here. But it's, it's Boston. And I'm like, nah, you're nothing. Like not that, you, not that they're nothing, but it's like, like you should be more open and friendly, but also like Bostonian people are very known for okay. like being like bad, like mean people. Okay, well, uh, well, not Argentines, but Porteños, which is 
slang for people from Buenos Aires. We are well known around Latin America for being very arrogant. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll take that. Yeah, so, so Boston is like that. Also, it's like a city of like students and the best thing. So I feel like the vibes in the, in the city is like... Very like entitled. Even the Israelis that I meet there, they're like very arrogant and I don't like the, that type of Israelis. They'll be like, oh, what are you doing here? My son is graduating Harvard next week. What are you doing here? Oh, you're a comedian? Oh my God, why? Is your mom, she, she's proud of you? And then... What? I, yeah, yeah, I heard everything already from Israel. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't like the, even the Israelis that live or like go to visit there. So it's, yeah. So it does sound like I'm not visiting Boston. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're doing It's a very nice city to go to see because there's so much history and the, the city is beautiful. And, and there's also then, a, a festival there. Yeah, the, the, the Boston, Boston the Women's. Boston com- yeah, the women in, women in Comedy. Women in Comedy. Yeah, it happened, I think, a couple of months ago. I think uh, it was April. Yes, I went to, I went to Paris and to London like a week after that, I think. So I didn't submit it to it because... I was like, all right, I can skip more days at work. And so it was kind of like, gave up. but I have a lot of like episodes with, uh, with women on the festival. They did the festival, so it was fun. Yeah, but they, they do have a lot of like comedy. And also I hear that a lot, like when I travel outside of the United States, people are like, oh my God, you're from Boston. All the big comedians are from Boston. Like Jay Leno and Conan O'Brien and Louis C.K. and Sarah Silverman is from New Hampshire and Adam Sandler. Like a lot of like okay. good like list. And I'm like, yes, but none of them actually M- live made in Boston or in made Boston. it in Boston. So yes. It's a good playground to start and, Great. and then like yeah. move out. Yeah. I also noticed that about Chicago. Like most people see it as a middle city yeah, before going is. somewhere else. Yeah. Yes, it's, yeah, it's, it's stuff that I'm learning because I'm not from here. So the, the scene there is so, in what I said, is so young that there's no like preset uh, path for comedians. So I'm hearing like, oh, so everyone is here for a couple of years and then they're, okay, I'm taking notes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need to do. I did it. I went, do you know the Fringe comedy, the Fringe yes. festival? So I went to the Fringe a couple of weeks ago. And I literally was with a pen and a notebook and just wrote yes. like, things because I'm thinking to bring my show next year. So I think they, I've read someone online that already got accepted for next year. So maybe, I don't know if submissions. No, so the Fringe Festival in Scotland, in Edinburgh, oh, the real one, yes. is uh, everybody like is accepted. Okay. You just need to pay a lot of money. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is a, 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 annoying because, but, but still, like, it's better than like do all that. I don't know. They, they do have like 4,000 shows per day almost. It's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Okay. But it's, it's insane. And I really want to do that. But it's, it's so much to know. So I was walking around like writing. Like, so I understand what you're saying. Like, you need to know before you're trying to do something. I know. It's crazy. But yeah, I feel like today there's like a big, like much bigger opportunities for comedians and it's easier to make it basically because of social media and it's yeah i do appreciate i do feel it's a little more democratic okay in a way because like i don't know 30 years ago you would have to you could only make it if you were signed by an agent and that agent would book you in conan or yes whatever and that was like your only shot yeah 
and now it's like oh, there's this uh, all these other things. Now you Ellen can, DeGeneres can watch you on YouTube and be like, oh, do you want to be on my show? Exactly. Or you can do your independent work forever and get a, a decent amount of money from outside that. Outside of United States. Yes, girl. always outside. It's so sad. It yes. Is, it, it kills me. Yes. Like now I'm trying to find a way how to get paid out of comedy and stop being a waitress. Mm-hmm. Because I'm doing comedy for 14 years and I'm, I'm tired of being a waitress. I li- like I like being a waitress as like part of the journey, but I'm like, all right. It's time I, that it's... Yes, I want to do comedy. I want to be a comedian. That's it. Yes. And it's really hard in the United States. Yes. I, on the other hand, even though we are very very respectful of paying artists in Argentina again it's not a lot of money so not a lot yeah. of people can make a living out of it so in a way for, for me in Argentina there's even if you are the greatest comedian of them all there is no industry so you won't get okay. picked up by uh, you won't perform in a late night because there are no late nights so you won't really? get a sitcom because there are no sitcoms and well, you won't so there is no main but industry. But nobody is doing like, like I don't know, like different things to try to become special and start those kind of things, like to write like a, a comedy telenovela uh, that runs There's been a few like comedy uh, kind of beats online that are when did Viral. kind of did well. Okay. Um, but no one's making money, money out of that. Uh, so. That's sad. In a way, the the comedians that I see being kind of successful is because they are uh, performing, they are on a radio show, they are on TV, and they are also doing yeah. uh, commercials and like they have all these things going on yeah. for them. So in a way, they are exposed to people all the time for years and years and years. So they keep their audience like uh, awake all the time, like. Yeah. Ex- expecting of them now I've also seen like there was a big uh, rush on Instagram a couple of years ago where like videos like short yeah. videos and um, still going on like Facebook is dead yes which is sad because I prefer my Facebook than my Instagram uh, I feel like I'm getting old and I'm just like I, I know Facebook please stop, <laughs> stop find other things yeah I don't have Snapchat I'm like I'm not one no. of those kids no and what we have seen is I work in a Santa production company in Argentina. Okay. Doesn't produce me. It only produces people who are already bringing people to the shows. So they just take care of booking the venue, selling the tickets, doing the numbers, um, making the tours, like all of that part. Yeah, like a management uh, kind of company. For the comedians in... In Buenos Aires. Okay. And but we only book people who are, are like filling 300 seats room like it doesn't make sense yeah. to book anyone who does less than that because there's no Nobody's income to support yeah. the company yeah. now what like what I'm seeing now that um, like when the rush in Instagram started we had like one comedian who was like filling 500 seats and it was like the first time we were seeing this kind of situation where it's like, oh, this is viral. People are coming to the show. People are coming to the show. Now that same artist cannot fill 20 seat venue. Oh my God, this and is so sad. The second, uh, the ser- second show we produced that was getting uh, very big. Now it's starting like it went from 80 people seats to 500, 
and now it's at 150 and we're seeing it decline oh. and the third one it's on its uh, peak and now that person is taking a break wow so we're seeing for the first time how this behavior is gonna work which you couldn't predict three or four years ago because it was the first time it was happening so we didn't know what it was gonna be like wow this is so hard so yeah in a way i mean i 100 percent respect people who like it's a day like yeah. a very nine to five job doing three videos a day Ta- like oh, yeah, writing, is, taping, so editing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's very, I, I do all of it now, but I'm aiming to like make it. Like I don't have any more time to spend, and I'm very tired of like sit and wait for something to happen because I just realize like nothing is gonna happen. So I'm just producing, and that's what I told you before we started. Last night I was trying to work on a video till 4 a.m. because I wanted to release it this morning, and. I fell asleep on the computer and then I had to wake up at 7.30 to finish it because I am, it's like... A, like Determined. Yeah, it's like it's a work. And it's so hard. It's it so hard. And yes. again, like I don't enjoy writing, performing, editing, uploading. That's... It's a lot. It's And I, you have to, like what I've seen, because at one point everyone started doing that because they saw that some people were succeeding based on that so everyone started doing it and yeah, it's and like it has to be for you no but also they stop after a month oh yeah but in a way i do feel like the only ones who have succeeded is because they kind that you yeah you they have can't to do put, the same thing you have to put in the work and that's respectable on its own but you also have to enjoy at least part of it like yes, otherwise but also, but also i think that part of the journey is being consistent. literally no literally like spit blood like you need to work really hard sometimes you're not gonna like it it's it's in every dream and every job and every goal that you have in mm-hmm. your life before you get to the the point that you like you say oh, i made it and then somebody's gonna take you and say like all right this is your team or your crew to to write videos this is that that's gonna do that for you this is the guy that's gonna be in charge on your on your instagram account like before you're gonna get all of that you have to go through all of those things that you don't always gonna mm-hmm. like, like of course obviously, like you know, no, no, some that's stuff that you're gonna hate like for me i hate I, i've never realized how alone is to be a comedian i always was alone and i always traveled alone and then now recently because i'm booking my shows and i want to get paid from the show so i want to sell tickets so i'm going and like putting posters all around all the time like even today like i did it for like a couple of hours before i came here and and it's really like taking a lot like I don't mind doing that, but it's it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Yes. It's so not, it's not something that I like. No, no, no. Of course. To walk alone, like, oh, excuse me, can I put a poster here? Hey, excuse me, can I put a, like it's. Yes. Yeah. So. But there's a lot of people who are not doing videos and kind of, um, it's frowned upon or like under. It's undervalued, doing okay. Instagram videos yes. for some people, and I don't agree like maybe it's not the journey for me like maybe yeah, i don't yeah, enjoy doing sure. that and yeah, i have to sure. take another try at, at, at something different but in a way i'm kind of amazed of how like this situation is like not not guarantee it's only gonna last a couple of years like there, there's yes. there, like people who are doing that at least in argentina are gonna have to figure out a way to making a different way to, to make it but but also I'm thinking like if you're gonna go to study uh, to a medi- medicine me- medical school and you want to be a doctor 
you have to go to classes that you hate and classes that even doesn't make sense of course like, yeah in your mind like why do i need that like yeah why do you need like like even like in school like as a you know, yes as a kid like you're you cannot skip math yeah yeah you like it or not you don't like it you do that because it's part of the journey mm-hmm. so it's the same for me with comedy like we don't have like somebody that is going to tell you you have to do this and you have to do this and you have to do this because i'm in charge to give you mm-hmm. the diploma or something uh you have to do those things that you see around of course the, like the the like the things that proves as working yes so doing videos right now on instagram it's like you like it or not it's something that can help you yes so yes that, that's what i'm saying like even if you don't like it sometimes it, it's just like like to go to put posters around yes it's like, part of like the it, job but i know that it's it's gonna work like, yes even if it's gonna bring me one person to buy a ticket yes it's gonna be like another 20 dollars that i'm gonna be like okay okay yeah like closer to the goal to like at least cover the seats. yes so it's so yeah, it's 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 hard yes and then people are not getting paid for that yes like right now i'm not getting paid paid but i'm working hard enough to at least bring me bring also i took like four stars hotel and i feel bad like this trip so i even if i really want i can like cover my trip here but i'm trying who knows let's hope that's the case go watch her on monday yeah, at stage seven seven three it's probably gonna be up after the show thank so. you for feeling the room in that yes. case yes thank you so much for coming and supporting <laughs> next show <laughs> Wait, so, so how long are you going to stay here? Till what month? You said you were End here. End of October. For... Okay. Yes. And then what? Back to Argentina? Back to Argentina. Probably a short stop at Mexico. Give it another shot. Okay. And... <laughs> Where in Mexico? Um, Ciudad de Mexico. Where? Mexico City. Mexico City? Okay. Yeah. I was actually... Did you travel? No, no. No, no, I'm not ready for that. No, no, no. I, I don't think it's... there's a, like, a good comedy thing in, in English, probably. I don't think no, that. no, no. I'm in, in Mexico. I'm performing in Spanish. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. I'm thinking about yeah. myself. Like maybe I can in Mexico go there. again. There is one guy that produces a show in English every now and then. In case yeah, you have visit. Like yeah, like Spanish people don't like to speak English. I don't know why, but also like in Spain, like but, they're trying though. No, they but trying. also you need to understand that like in this entire continent, once you cross the border with Mexico, we all speak Spanish. So yeah. in a way, it's like why? You know, yeah, why? why? Yeah, but like, true. it's it's either for posh people or tourists. So yeah. in a way, it makes sense that regular people don't yeah, really. Yeah, but care. See, I I love like languages. It's I don't know if. I, I need it's different from Europe where you have like literally one country next to another and, yeah, and it's, it's like forty-five minute trip yeah. and each country speaks its own language. So in a way. Speaking yeah, English helpful. makes sense because you not need to understand with each yeah. other because you are 45 minutes away from one another. Yeah, that's Now true. here, like, we have millions and millions of Spanish speakers. But also, if you want to be, I don't know, to go online and to, to listen to stuff, it's, it's yeah. a good thing to have. Like yeah. One language that we all speak to try to communicate. Yes. Also, I love languages. Like, I would study, like, Spanish if I could. I Like, I do speak French as my third language. Really? Yeah. And I do speak uh, kitchen Spanish. Kitchen Spanish. I work in a restaurant. <laughs> cuidado, cuidado. <laughs> Caliente. Caliente. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I was, I was, I recently heard that Eddie Isard, you know, he speaks like five languages. Okay, really? Okay. He, crazy. Really? He's cr- crazy. This is crazy. incredible. He, he speaks um, English, French, and at German and at least two more and he 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 his show 
he's performed in three the, the, the one he's doing right now he's performing in three languages in the same show the same show okay and he doesn't speak Spanish but he had a translator do it in Spanish and he's learning it by heart wow that's amazing to try and perform it in Spanish which is great There's a comedian that I'm very recommending for people. Even my husband watched this show and he really liked it. Uh, his name is Paul Taylor. He's on the podcast, actually. He's, uh, in, he's an English comedian. He, like, he's from England and he speaks French fluently. He lived in, in Paris when he was a kid for like, a couple of years, so he got the French. Uh, and now he lives in Paris and... His show is in English and French. It's called, it, like the first show that he ran, like now he's working on another, uh, a new show. But the first one he did, uh, it's called Franglais. It's like French and English together in one word. And it was amazing. It was amazing to watch it. Like I do speak both languages, so I yes. enjoyed both of them. But so I was really curious to see like an American see that. Yes. And my husband really liked that. Awesome. Yeah. So it was, wow, that's yes. very impressive. Yes. Like to do that and to combine, because it's also a different sense of humor. Yes. It's very different. Like the French, like the, my jokes in America, I find the American scene the easiest. Really? Yes. They very respectful, like the crowd, the crowd is amazing. They would laugh no matter what. Uh, and they're nice. They're not like... Yes. The Israelis is the worst so far. Really? From, oh my God, yes. Yeah, I had a, like my last show, the Israeli Wonder that I did, I had a few Israeli girls in the front row. One of them was, I guess, like even older than my mom. And she reminded me the Israeli crowd in one moment. She just <sighs> took her phone out and answered the phone call and in talked on you. the phone. She was actually While talking on like, the show. Yeah, in the first row. And she was talking for like a few moments. She didn't like, I call you back and hang up. She, she answered and she talked. And, and then like for me, I was like, oh my God, that happens in every show almost in Israel. But to see the reaction of the American people around her, I was like, wow, this is embarrassing. Like I didn't do anything because I don't know, she, she, she wasn't like a young woman or something. So it's just like respectful. And, and also I know Israelis, they didn't want to start a fight. So... <laughs> She so went to the remember. military as well, so... Oh, no, but the thing, like, I can tell her something and she's going to be mad at me and I didn't yes. want anything to, no. to happen, so... Okay. I was just, like, ignore that's that. That's interesting. In Israel, it happens in every show almost. It's sad. Wow, yeah. that's sad. Yeah, yeah so, so people are not respectful and, like... And do you... Because in Argentina, something that has been a subject of, of discussion is that for a while, the host would come on stage and basically explain where stand-up is... And what the rules are. Wow. And by, by the time I started, it was like getting a little cliche. It is funny though. But w we've talked to them and they basically explained that the first time they've performed, like the first five years, people didn't know what to expect. I did, and, and they didn't have any sense of proper behavior <laughs> at a comedy they show. They didn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> a sense of proper behavior at a show. Yeah. So they pr pretty they much came and, up yeah. and say, we're going to do a comedy show. We're not telling uh, popular jokes. We're writing our own stuff. Uh, everyone's talking about, is going to talk well, about is, their own good thing. personal experience. And uh, Maybe the Israeli comedy scene should get start that. that. Yeah. Uh, please, please feel free to laugh. Uh, whatever your laugh is, it's fine. You can clap. Uh, please don't uh, like turn your phones off. Uh, so this is something that, like every time in every show the Israelis they mention that like this is something they don't remember that they do in America because people would do that automatically. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, so in Israel like we have to tell them like please turn off your phones or don't answer to your phone, don't text, 
in the show it's bothering other people uh, but it's like to talk to the wall so they're still like <gasps> yeah we don't care I have a phone call now I need to answer yes like I'm a very important like 15 years old right now and I need to take that phone call uh, to tell my mom that I'm in the show or oh, to text you... my friends that like this comedian is so hilarious and the comedian wouldn't um, confront that person There's some comedians that would take the phone away and start to talk with the yes. person. I've seen that like a million times. Uh, I've seen comedians like taking the phone and sending messages to people like as a joke. It's funny. I, I'm not that, that person. I would mm -hmm. never get into those things. Uh, but it's funny to watch that. Yes. But yeah, for me, I would just ignore. Yes. Yeah, like even yesterday I did a show at the Laugh Factory and... An Israeli friend of mine was at the show. She like I gave her a free ticket, and she was at the show, and she sent me messages like after the show started. And I was like, Stop. "Don't text me." She was like, "Yeah, I'm sitting on the fourth row and like that." I was like, "No, <laughs> it's so Israeli, and I can't judge her. Like it's part of like <laughs> us, so yeah. I can't judge those people that do that." But then I'm like, oh, "We can just do better, like learn something from Americans like that." Yeah, they're very respectful. Like I've never had. Like, I've never had any hecklers in the last four years that I'm here. No, me neither. Which is incredible. Yesterday, somebody tried to scream something, which helped me, actually. Really? Like, I even didn't understand what he said, but they reacted to what he said. Like, I don't know, he said something about the American dream, and it was like a foreigner, too. And it was like, yeah, American dream, I'm here, too. And I was like, ah, this is not a dream, fuck you. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> people were like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so he helped me, it was good. But, but that's the only, and also yeah. he stopped. Right yes, after that. It didn't yes, it was only one anything. comment. Yeah. In Israel, like, you'll get, like, a lot, like, I, the worst heckler that I've had, it was on a weekend night in a comedy club, and a girl from the back just screamed to me, you're not funny! And I was like, oh, my God. I was so pissed that day. Just, like, I left the stage. I didn't want to, like, I didn't finish my set. No. Oh. Yeah. I just, like, I sweared and left. I was like, and your mom is a horror, and I just left, like, I just... I, yeah. know, I guess I also was tired and it happened. So yes, like, yes, it, it's, it's, it's... Maybe also she was right a little. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but yeah, it's... it's like, don't, don't heckle comedians. We work really hard and we know that some days yes. are not good. It's like making us go to the gym when we were planning on having a fun night. It's like, it's I part of... it now. Yeah, it's part of the job, but it's not like... No, no comedian is ever appreciative of like, oh yeah, it's oh, it's a great opportunity to fight someone. And also no. in Israel, that's something they don't remember for a while. Uh, the crowd would feel like they're part of the show, so they would mm. have a conversation with you, even if you don't want a conversation. Like, like those girls, like, oh my god, it happens to me all the time. I'm like, shut up. Like, let oh. me... Yeah. And they're like, yes, yes, I know, it happened to me. And she tells her friend, like, oh, do you remember that I told you that it happened to me? Like, it's not a... Like, that, that's, like, very common sentence in the comedy scene in Israel. Uh, Ma'am, this is not TV. I can hear you. Like, those yes. type of sentences that, like... Yeah. No. Comedians need to say that a lot because it happens a lot. It sounds exhausting. Yes, but also for me, I felt like... This is a good field to start to do comedy. Of Because course. I came here and I'm like, oh my God, this is easy. Yes. Like, it, it's, it's, you become it's, an athlete. Yeah. It's like not easy, but it's like, it's, <sighs> I like that. I, yes. I don't need to, to like fight that. I only need to fight. You only have to tell your jokes. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. 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 That's always. Yeah, so it's, it's easier. Yeah. 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 It's not it, easy, but it's easier. In Buenos Aires, like, 
depending on on what time you're performing like if you're performing after midnight people might be drunk and yeah. sa- you would you could maybe have like one person who is unstable and drunk and might answer you back but it's not the average yeah. night yeah so yeah i've had like drunk people <laughs> yell out things and oh stuff God, but but it's not yeah. something that I, that happens every weekend I really want to go to Argentina. <laughs> Another thing that you do have and Israel have because we took it away from you and Americans don't have any idea, alfajores. Alfajores. I make it at home. Really? I make really good ones. Really? Yeah, and for me, like in Israel, they sell it like next to the croissants, like in mm-hmm. coffee houses or yes. something just like as a cookie. And there is no alfajores in America. We no, alfajores. That, nothing. And they have no and idea. And the ones in Mexico are so sad. And more than so that, sad. I wanted to make it. And my sister gave me like a really good recipe. And I went to the supermarket and I was like, all right, uh, how do you say dolce de leche in English? Uh, and there isn't. They don't they, have it. They have it. Like I found one supermarket that sells it. And it's like in an aisle. The guy, like they have no idea what I'm talking about. And I was like, listen, you have to have it. No matter, like it's a big supermarket. You have to have it. And yes. I found it myself after the guy was like, I don't think we have that. And well, here in Chicago, there is one store that says, sells like Latin supplies. Okay, so, so they have sherba mate, they have dulce de leche, okay. and there's tajin, and there's and it's like probably costs like three million dollars. Yes, it yeah. costs crazy. Yeah, it's like the Israeli supermarket in Boston. It's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, but it's it's worth it sometimes. You can do it at home. Like you only have to. What alfajores? No, dulce de leche. Oh really? You yeah. buy condensed milk, you put it on a pan, and you let it. Caramelize. You have to leave it at very low heat for like two hours and watch that it doesn't burn. That's That's all you have to do. Condensed milk, that's it. I've never thought about that. But yeah, then I found it and it's Nestle, so it's good. It's a good brand and and it's really good. So I buy every time I'm in the (laughs) I buy like three just to have at home in case. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so good. That's so weird. But yeah, it's something that I really need. It's really in Boston who stocks dulce de leche. Yes. <laughs> and make of a horse. That's and, globalism. And, and my ethnicity, I'm like Yemeni and Polish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> making very good alfajores. <laughs> but yeah, I made a lot and I took to work, and people are like, What is that? And I was like, Are you kidding me? Like, what do you mean, what is The that? most it's famous like, Argentine treat. Yeah, and it's so good. <laughs> it's, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. All right, we did a long episode. And the next guest is going to be here in half an hour. Uh, thank you so much for being here. So do you want to promote your show in Argentina? Like, uh, what well, day is it? Like, is if it like anyone is in Buenos Aires, Argentina, you can come to BA Comedy Lab. We only, have, we only do it uh, every other Wednesday. So please follow us on social media. BA Comedy Lab, both in Facebook and Instagram. Um, if you're a performer and you are around the Buenos Aires area and you would like to be booked, please send a message to our page. We are very welcoming I'm of foreigners. I'm coming to Argentina. <laughs> Do you think I can book like my own show there and try to, like, it's probably too complicated than that. Like, we've, I don't know, even like for tourists. We've only had, like, we've been doing this show for like three or four years and we only had one, uh, one one man show uh, like we just gave him the regular slot we have at this bar and uh, made all our resources available for promoting and stuff okay and he did like he did his show for 30 people okay so it's possible in English in English that's, that's it's cool. doable okay I'm coming 
I'm going to Argentina. <laughs> I'm waiting for my permanent green card now, so I oh, can't you have leave to stay States. here. Yeah, I can't oh. leave again. Like, it's so annoying. Yeah, you never know with them, like what's going on. What, like, yeah. So I'm just waiting. Yes. Yeah, and my husband wanted to go to Australia this winter, and I'm like, it's very far. Yes. So, <laughs> I prefer to go to Argentina. <laughs> like, it's, it's on my list before Australia. I want to go to Australia too, but Argentina, it's something like. Like all of my childhood, I'm going to find Maritza. Yes. Like, <laughs> well, actually, um, what's his name? The one who played Colombo. Felipe, Felipe Colombo. Colombo actually lives in the same neighborhood we do the show. I'm so you coming. might okay, run into tomorrow. him. I'm tomorrow. You might I'm... run into him. <laughs> oh my God, I've seen him dream. before this having hot dogs dream. four in the morning. Having what? I've seen him like have a hot dog four in the morning on the street in Buenos Aires. This is so sexy. I'm coming. Uh, yes. Felipe, I'm coming. I hope that he's listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh my God. This, this is a dream. Yes. I like to make my dreams come true, like in a delay sometimes. Uh, like, did you see my shoes last night? No, only the small, like you the taste it? of the first. No, but did you see my shoes? Are your shoes? Yeah, I was wearing it's a sparkly. Buffalo, yes, the yes. buffalo shoes, which it was my dream when I was 12. And my mom told me I'm not buying you $200 shoes because no. And yeah. and then like you get paid. Al- almost 20 years later, I just you made bought, it. Yeah, 15 years later, 17, I don't know. So I next bought, on the list, meet Felipe Colombo. Yes, I'm making my dreams um, come true in a delay. Like maybe 10 years later, I made it. Luisana Lopilato's hair, that's on my list. I want to see her wax commercial. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'll find it and send it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need to watch it. it okay, funny. thank you so thank much you for so having much for, me. for being here. It's been really and, fun. And yeah, it's going to be a great festival. Wait, so do you have any shows on the festival? Yeah. You're doing a show in Spanish, right? Yes, for the wow. first time in Chicago. This is crazy. There's going to be a Spanish slot. On Sunday at 5 p.m. Thank you so much for filling the room again. Did you sell out? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Do you, know, do you know, like, oh yeah. There's... I don't know how many tickets are sold yet, but it's hopefully it had, it had huge press, like yeah, huge it, it press. is like something that that would work in America. I I, I feel like you should you should do more than that. Yes. Like you can go to like I know that in Boston there are like tons of like Spanish speakers. Spanish Spanish speakers are very much like the Israelis. They're like staying in their own groups and they're yes. not going out. So they they're waiting and they're thirsty for like things that would remind them of home and like yeah and like the language like everything yes. the language like oh yeah yeah I want that. As soon so. as I landed in Chicago, I like uh, looked into who was performing in Spanish and there was actually a show in Spanish for Cinco de Mayo. And uh, I I went there. There was only like 12 people in the audience. What? I talked to the producer and host like, hi, I'm a, from Argentina. I would love to learn from Spanish. But no, we only do this once a year because as you see, oh there's God. not a big turnout. And but my it, personal guess is that it wasn't very well promoted. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. American, I cannot believe Americans, that. I'm sorry, but you have no idea how to promote shows. Yes. I'm that's, guessing that's, that's not the case. They, they don't know how to do that. They don't go to the right places. They, like, I'm still learning how to do that. Yes. But I just started. Yes. So I'm, and also, like, I don't know, I got, like, my second show that I was really surprised to get a lot. Like, I had a lot of people that I had no idea who they are in the show, which is amazing. That's my goal. I want to fill up rooms with people that just saw the posters and were curious or, like, just... Yeah. So, like, they're Israelis. Like, I, I have some Israelis coming to my shows, so it's pretty cool. But yeah, so it, it's, it is working. Yes. Like, I'm doing something right. 
Yes. But it's possible. And Americans, I think it's possible. They, they don't know. Like, so for example, in Boston, something they see all the time, most of the promotions are in groups on Facebook of comedians. They're like, hey, we're doing that show. And they're like, I'm a comedian. Why? I can see you in an open mic tomorrow. I'm not going to pay to go to see your show. No. Take all that effort, take all that energy and put it like, for me, I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting famous in like groups of Israelis around the world and I feel like they're yes. going to hate me at some point. But like, I don't care. No. I don't care. I, I send the guys, in, like, the Israelis niche. in Chicago. It's like, yeah, you probably hate me by now, but please come to my show. And it, <laughs> I do that every day. Yes. And they know me already. Like the same people like, like, oh my God, we're going to try to come. And I'm like, all right. They, totally. Yeah. They're giving me the attention that they need. But if I'm going to go to comedians groups, I'm like, no, I, no. First of all, I don't want to perform to comedians because we are very judgy and we yes. are very jealous and we are very like not supportive. No. And also like I'm, I'm the worst kind of audience for a stand up show. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. We're like very judgy. And no, like, but even if I'm not judging, I've seen I see eight hours everything. of stand up yeah. every week. Yeah. Even if I'm not judging at all, my biggest laugh it's gonna be <laughs> uh, <yeah>. oh, that's, <laughs> that's all you're gonna get like for me when I'm gonna watch a comedy show I'm gonna take my phone so I was like oh that gave me an idea for something that I'm doing mm -hmm. so it's it's not like a great audience no. yeah and also like a lot of comedians would be like very like arrogant and they would go to see a show just to feel good about themselves or something you know what I mean they can wow. be mean people I, I, that's Boston I hate to perform with comedians in Boston sometimes not all of the comedians there are yes. some amazing comedians in Boston but but a lot of comedians that would make me feel uncomfortable on stage and I don't want them to be in the room like I, I feel like I need to give them something like, and I'm like it doesn't even have to be part of any comedy room so yeah Yeah. so don't promote your shows in comedians. comments yeah, yeah. There's some no. comedians that would be your friends and would come to support. It happened to my show and it was great. And oh, they laughed and they were like, they, they, they were there to support me. Mm -hmm. But they were also like friends. It was a little yes. different. Like, just say, hey, comedians, come to see my show. No, 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 no. That's the wrong website, guys. Wrong website. The wrong group. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for, for being the guest. And hopefully see you soon in Argentina. Yeah. yeah. I will be waiting for you. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> like, I'm, I'm already like thinking about the next like, uh, places to go and that that's a good that's a good place I will totally yeah. uh, post your posters in the in Barrio de Once I, I want do you know out, no no I, I want the, in what Once 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 means 11 yeah and that's the neighborhood where all the Jewish live Ooh, okay they live in Once yes, yes. So that, that's and that's there's a lot niche. of Jewish people in, yes in, in, uh, in Argentina yeah, yeah big big yeah. community yeah and also I want a poster outside of Felipe's house. Yes, we will <laughs> do that. Goal. I want him in first row. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to roast him if it's going to happen. <laughs> what do you think you are? How did you laugh with Luciana for this? <laughs> no, it was with Maritza. No, it was with Luciana. Depends. In Way. In Rebel yeah. Way. It, it, it changed. That was a, a I, big... I hated that. I, it, it was so confusing. Yes. Was it like, blew no. our minds. Yeah. It, it was, was like... if. If you didn't have your parents divorced by then, that was the biggest, like, uh, family trauma that you would suffer for the rest of your life. Like, yeah, yeah, it was there. It was confusing. It was it very was confusing. Like, what, what's going on? No. No. Yeah, but it, it turned out to be beautiful. Yes. I liked it at the end. Yeah, like, Chris Morena is, is a genius. 
Um, yes. Yes, I think that we all can agree on that. And a millionaire. <laughs> yes, she's a genius. And yes. she's a woman. And she deserves to be, like, I don't know, to be ahead of something that big. Like, we need more of them. Yeah. Women, strong women, millionaires. We can do that. We do that better. <laughs> we do. We're smarter than men. Some of us. I think all of us. I will go with they some just, of us. They just, like, their ego gives them, like... We are just more cool with the world. Like, oh, yeah, you, yeah, baby, you can be the best. You can be the best. Yes. We're just more... Like, we're better people. That's for men. sure. Yeah. So yes. we're smarter and we're better people. So we give them the whatever they want, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> But we need more of Chris Morena's in the world. Yes. Be strong and create and, and, and fight for the <laughs> rights. Yeah, we're strong. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for listening and check out next week's episode next week and this was this week. <laughs> thank you. Bye.